0: I'll be flying into Cuba this Friday. When I get there, I'll be joining Jeannie Pernia, who is our director of Latin American operations, plus one of our field members from the country of Colombia, who's going to be traveling with us in Cuba this week with our national hosts. Really excited about this trip. Really hope that you'll join us in prayer for this trip. This will be, for me, my 20th trip to to Cuba since the end of 2016. And because of COVID, that actually means we've only had five years to be able to make those trips. Cuba has been a major initiative, a major priority for the work of Passion Life, specifically because if you look at all the countries in the world that have a significant population, a population of 10 million people or more, Cuba leads the world in abortion. Cuba is number one in all of the world, for abortion. There are lots of reasons for that. I'm not sure that I know all of them, but I do know that the uh, regime in Cuba has caused uh, a lot of material want and lack among the people. There's a lot of dissatisfaction because of the lack of material goods, food, um, basic uh, living, supplies. Not a, not a very pretty situation. Um, Cuba is a, is a wonderful country with wonderful resources and wonderful people and a natural beauty uh, that you would expect to find in the Caribbean. But the people have no hope. Uh, they, don't, they don't like what they see when they look out into the future and they say, why would I want to bring a child into this? Island nations, for whatever reason it is, are, are uh, above average in promiscuity. We know that from statistics. I don't know what it is about island nations that, that that tend to make those numbers high. But there is a lot of promiscuity in Cuba, and there is a lot of um, underage, teenage, very, very young pregnancy. And, and abortion is often the follow the fallback. Uh, as a contraceptive uh, method for the Cuban people. Some people would estimate that as much as 40% or some, somewhere around 40% of all pregnancies in Cuba end in elective abortion. That's an extraordinarily high number, but here's the good news. The church of Cuba is strong It is vibrant. It is obedient. It is zealous to hear the word of God, obey the word of God, and share the word of God with others, which is exactly what we're looking for as a ministry. We're looking for people who will hear the word, obey the word, and share the word. Uh, Just look at this picture, this picture that I'm putting up on the screen now. This is a room full of mothers, some of them uh, mothers of young children, some of them mothers of toddlers, some of them uh, clearly pregnant mothers who are still uh, waiting for their babies to arrive. This is a representation from this small church in Cuba where we've been working, where they had 80 members in their congregation. During the two and a half years that we were unable to get to Cuba for, for COVID, 22 babies were rescued from abortion in that small community. And of those 22 babies that the local Christians uh, were able to counsel the the women to to keep, 15 of those families had at least one family member join that church. Now, that's a pretty good rate of growth for a church, for that being one of many uh, evangelistic campaigns that they have going on in their church. Their church grew by at least 15 people. And if you can assume that many of those babies will also be raised in the church, then the church could have grown by as many as 30 members uh, over a two-year period. This is an 80-member church. It's pretty good. And it's only one ministry that we're counting as far as evangelism. The ministry of Passion Life has two parts. We have a theology side And we have a practical application side, which is pregnancy help work or pregnancy help ministries. We teach theology. We don't start with abortion. We start with the Bible. We teach pastors and leaders how to lead their congregations well. In response, the people say, what can I do to obey the Bible's call to rescue the innocent? And they start pregnancy help ministries. In Cuba, we see a flourishing uh, practical application side of the Passion Life work. The ministries, the, the, the pregnancy help work that's going on there is extraordinary. There are uh, teams of people, mostly women, but some men as well that have come together to pray and to organize and to go out into their neighborhoods. They're providing free ultrasounds in people's living rooms. They're providing free pregnancy tests, free counseling baby clothes, diapers, um, classes for expecting mothers, classes for first time and young mothers, just doing an extraordinary job. In addition, counseling women who are vulnerable for abortion. So uh, we're really excited about the fact that these ministries are propagating all over Cuba because they certainly are, uh, they're making disciples. These local people are making disciples. And they are uh, teaching other churches how to rescue their own babies. We're excited about the work that's going on in Cuba. Jeannie leaves on Wednesday. I leave on Friday. We'll be there next week. Uh, You can pray for the work that's going on in Cuba while we're there. And the ongoing work all over the island um, in the times when we're not there. Led by the local indigenous Cuban leaders. Thank you. Thank you for your partnership with Passion Life, a big part of which is praying. Thank you for praying with us for Cuba.